We are recording. <clears throat> recording in progress. I was actually fine. It's only when I sat down and put on my headphones that I started coughing. Big mistake. Oh, I take the headphones off. I think I'm allergic <laughs> to the headphones. I really do. I think I think um Could be that. these like push all air into me and and then and then it goes <gasps> I breathe through my ears, I think. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I breathe through my anus. I think I learned Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Brothers Take Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm joined once again by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room this week to talk about a whole load of shit. Loads of shit. Because <laughs> we've got new music. Oh, yeah. Loads of video game shit to oh, talk yeah. about. And, and TV show. The Last of Us, episode four. We will also be giving our thoughts on those. So we've got loads of stuff to cover in this week's episode, so we won't beat around the bush too much. And you can use timestamps in the description to jump right to the part of the conversation you want to listen to. But of course, if you listen to the whole episode, then we'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we bring up in this week's episode. So if you watch this YouTube, jump down in the comments to share your thoughts. And if you enjoy this episode, why not give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, ring that notification bell for all future content, including the future Last of Us episodes and everything else that will come up in the coming weeks. And to those of you who are listening to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on everything that we bring up here today. But without further ado, let's not waste any time. Okay, starting with music. Holy fucking shit. Linkin Park have released a new song, or an old song, New old song, an old new song, uh, song new metal song, a, a song, old uh, old new metal song, an old new metal. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was an unreleased track from their Meteora days, and it's the lead single basically for the Meteora 20th anniversary edition, which is coming up. You should check that out if you're a Linkin Park fan at all, because the package is fucking insane, crazy. But the track itself, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It will. If you grew up with Linkin Park or if you remember hearing that stuff growing up, it is definitely going to take you back as a song that you will have never heard before. It is ridiculously nostalgic. Even the music uh, video. Yes. Even the music video. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's breaking the habit and it's uh, and then it's just multiple of their music videos and it's live in Texas and hmm. oh, yeah. so fucking good. I love it. Um. What you guys think of the song? Our song. It's a really good song. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it just it it's odd. It just it it sounds obviously it sounds like that time, but it can it can it can just yeah it's fine to release today. It sounds fine. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound just like dated. No, right. like it doesn't. It, it doesn't sound dated at all. It sounds like a modern production song. Um, I I found it so fucking crazy though. First of all, that we'd never heard the song before. Like, I think it's crazy that this was never on a Linkin Park Underground or anything like that. Yeah, I think that's nuts. That is a bit right? weird, right? Hmm. Uh, it's also nuts that it wasn't on Meteora because I personally <laughs> think it, it's better than a couple of the songs that were on Meteora. And then finally, it's fucking crazy. 20 years later and post-mortem to hear Chester singing about the things he's singing about. Yeah. I, you put it into context as to yeah. how old the song is. 
and then you're like, fucking hell, the stuff he's singing about, though. Do you get me? Yeah, there's an absolute roller coaster of emotion while listening to that that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, it's like you're, it's like you're you're happy, excited, sad, nostalgic. All of it hits you at once while listening to that track. It's a nice short song too, where you can. It's easy yeah, to it's like nice. replay, replay. Yeah, you know, like I've yeah, heard I'm... it loads of times. So. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I just heard it before we started recording, so I'd be, I'd be a little bit like, okay, gotta, gotta play and record, the, like play and listen to this again, maybe before I go to sleep, maybe tomorrow morning, or all the time. Yeah, you know, because it is nice and quick, and it's, it's a very, yeah, it's fucking, it does sound straight out of from twenty years ago, but yet it has such a crisp, nice sound to it. Yeah, yeah, and I fucking love the bridge. I think it's sick. Like, I know, like, you know, it starts off quite melodic, but it's when he comes in with the harsh vocals. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And harmonizes, and and there's a bit of the chorus in there, too. And, uh, yeah, it's... It, there's a line that... Um, it's, it's faster first, but then when the harsh vocal comes in, he slows it down to the point where... Uh, like, so he says, I try to keep the pain inside, right? Mm. But then when it gets harsh, it's just, I try to keep the pain. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. oh, it's so fucking powerful. And it's fucking Chester, man, you know? It's like, that's the kind of shit that, like, can you imagine if that was a song and it was played live and everyone roaring that in a fucking stadium? Like, mm. yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Can't wait to I hear think... the other unreleased tracks that are coming at Meteor 20. One thing for me now. Yeah. Right. Sorry to be the nitpicker here. No, go for it. It is missing a bit of a Mike Shinoda rap. Yeah, do you think so? Just yeah, a little bit in there, doesn't it? Just, just, just a yes, rap, rap little, a little here. That little ad lip. Yeah, it's like that old parody that, and then a rap a little here. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. But it it kind of works, but I hear yeah. you. Like At one point, when I was first listening to it, I was thinking, it's like, oh, is there going to be a rap on the bridge? It kind of sounds like there might mm. be. And mm. then there wasn't. Because I, I think I, I, think I still think it works. Around that time when it does show their sort of like anime version of Mike Shinoda. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, right, well, this is obviously when the rap is going to kick in. But I suppose as well, it was around when Meteora was coming out and being made. That's when their producer was trying to get rid of Mike Shinoda, wasn't it? Because he doesn't. No, rap. I think that was um, that was hybrid. That was theory. even on hybrid theory. Yeah, that was even that was the first was, album. Yeah, it was before they be. Yeah, there was before they were famous. <laughs> Wow, okay, never mind. What's cool is, um, and I heard him talk about in an interview, that Meteora is the album that kind of kicked off the whole them documenting how they make albums and how they make songs Yeah. from then onwards. And I, what I didn't realize, I thought that was just something that they did because of the kind of creative source that they are. That was actually because, you know, like people used to like talk about or make up that on Hybrid Theory that they were a produced band that people stuck them together and that they didn't write their own songs. Yeah. So when they were making Meteora, they were like, not only are we going to show you that we can do that again, we're going to show you how we did it. And we're going to re- actually record us writing and making the music so that you can't say that we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually where that came from. I think that's oh. fucking nuts. I like that shit, though. I, 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 love, I love seeing it. the... But we there that fell off, didn't it? It's um, I'm I think maybe the last time they did that was Living Things a little bit with Hunting Party, not so much though. 
you little get little bit. clips of it, but yeah. the the last time you get it like fully, like an intense actual look at a thousand the creating suns, of the album it? was a thousand suns. So there's a great making of Meteora, Minister Midnight, and a thousand suns. You actually get yeah. full like documentaries of the three of those, and then with the other ones, um, they just had like random YouTube clips and things like that. I think but YouTube you never get kills. A full killed that yeah, yeah, cuz like yeah, they're not really cool they're not that. the only band that stopped doing making of DVDs you know uh, in favor yeah. of short little youtube clips yeah yeah, yeah it's not great yeah. yeah so anyway guys let us know if you've checked out lost by linkin park what do you think of it uh jump down in the comments or get in touch on social media let us know and uh what, what what's your favorite track from meteora let us know that's not what your favorite track from Meteor is. When it comes up to the, because we did it for Hybrid Theory, so when the 20th anniversary actually comes up, we'll do a whole Meteora 20th anniversary. I wonder if anyone out there is like, Session. Let's do it. Session's my favorite song off Meteora. Well, do you remember, like, my mate, Cure for the Itch, was his on Hybrid Theory, so maybe, uh, maybe oh, Cure for the Itch for has a little bit more going for it, I think, than Session. Session's a great song. It's okay. It's just noises. Uh, it's, 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 good for, it's good for the Session now, like, come on. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Didn't it feature in the uh, Matrix uh, Reloaded soundtrack? Was it Reloaded? Yeah, I think it was Reloaded. Not yeah. actually in the film, but just on the... Like... Uh, it's in the It's in the credits. Oh, it's in the credits. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it has... <laughs> yeah, at the end, it has that... Um, there's a sound effect at the end of the session that's like, that's the Matrix. It is the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, the it's, Matrix. it's 100% yeah. the Matrix. So, I, so that's the thing. Every time I hear session, I think the Matrix. So I, I quite mm. like it as an instrumental. It's a good jam. Um. So cool. Moving on to gaming, then. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct during the week. <laughs> Let's talk about that very briefly. I don't think there's a lot to be said personally, but then that's just me. I, I don't know about you guys. You guys actually have Switches. So I think when you guys are watching the Nintendo Direct, there's actually a chance that something might appeal to you. That you're like, oh, I might buy that game or whatever. Like when I watch one, I just go, is this the one that's going to convince me to get one, to get a Switch? So that I can play some of these games, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like at this point, Chris, at this point, it's it's not going to happen. It's pretty so. clear I... that this is the last batch of games, essentially, before we get the next Switch. I think they're at the. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, I think they're at the end of it now. <laughs> well, right. it's constant. It's just constantly expanding everything. Is it? Here's a new expansion. Here's another expansion. Whoa, oh, you called it. It's an expansion, with a little bit of a click at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 Nintendo Direct kind of um, summarized. But I think I'm finding Except that for fashion dreamers. Oh yeah, They're awesome. I think I'm finding that I'm I'm just not a Nintendo guy, I guess because like I've seen online people love this Direct. Yeah, I, I'm. I've seen I'm lots of praise the... for it. People are like, "Oh, this is the best!" I, I was it? really shocked but, by that. So that speaks to me that it's like it's not that maybe the content is bad it's that the content is just not for me i'm just not interested in it like maybe if this was like again if it was a if it was a playstation one and like the big draw was like oh here's those classic playstation games maybe i'd be like wow crazy you know um yeah you're it's probably not for you because to be honest the only two games that would probably interest you would be the legend of zelda and Octopath Traveler. But yeah, I did think games, Octopath Traveler so... 2 looked great. But that's on Game Pass. Um, but so. then is that yeah, it's on Game Pass. Um yeah, so Tears of the Kingdom, that's that's like a direct sequel. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I got from that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. And this was, Tears a, of the I Kingdom. know this is a big one for a lot of people this year, but this was in your top five most anticipated games of the year. So having seen this now, like, did this trailer hype you up? No, it confused me. Okay. In what way? Hmm, something about the trailer just didn't feel like it's the next big entry into the world of Legend of Zelda. It felt like here's an expansion. It's like, if it was an expansion, it's an awesome trailer. It's a pretty good trailer, but like, this is supposed yeah. to be the next thing. So this felt, that's what I'm saying. I'm watching it going on. So this is a, this is a sequel. I'm very confused by that. Like, is it a direct sequel? Like, cause I mean, it's pretty much the same map, a lot of the same technology, same clothes, same voice actors, same enemies, the same red moon that comes up and empowers the enemies and stuff. So I was like, I'm confused that you're confused by that. Yeah, I thought well, it was Legend very... of Zelda doesn't really ever do direct sequels. I thought it was very clear all along, though, yeah. that this was Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. You know? I just kind of thought, like, yeah, it would come off from Breath of the Wild or take inspiration from Breath of the Wild, but not necessarily be a direct sequel. Right. So oh. now that it has confirmed that it is... Oh, I'll still like... get it. Oh, okay, okay. You're still, you're still uh, like, I'll still right? get it. I, I like Legend of Zelda. You know, I think it's pretty oh, yeah. cool. It's a great way to keep in shape. Uh, Adam, I know you, you play Breath of the Wild too, right? Is this. No, I play Breath of the Wild 1. Um, but. Um... No, I... <laughs> he meant. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll get it. Um, I think I'll, wow. ho- I'll think I'll hold off to see. Only because I, I'm, I'm a little. I don't know if I, I'm wanting to get a big game like this. You know, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to get through some of the games that I already have. You yeah, know, like, and yeah. there's yeah, a lot of a lot of other games coming out, so I just don't know if I'm going to have the time for it. But I, I never, um, I played the Breath of the Wild pretty late into its life cycle anyway, so I, I didn't get that the minute it came out. So I'm happy enough to wait. It's not as if anything in Zelda could ever really be spoiled on you because it's all about the gameplay. That that's mm. the bit that you know more so than the story, um. But I'm a little concerned about the performance of games recently on Switch. So I'd like to see. Well, what are everyone saying? Like, does this hold up, or will there be a new Switch and this will be the game that will run fine on that? Let's say. But I, I'm still fucking waiting for Wind Waker HD. You know, I'm just uh, that's what I want. I know. Um, I actually, I'm so pissed I want off that for <laughs> you. Like, I will get excited the day that there's an Nintendo yeah, yeah. Direct where that is announced, even though it's like, well, I won't be playing it. I thought it was I a no-brainer. I, a... I, I, I fucking bought a Switch thinking that was absolutely going to happen. Well, it would be that and Twilight Princess, right? Like, you would announce the two of them in one fell swing. Yeah. I would think. And they, they, they brought out Twilight Princess. Is that on, available on Switch? I don't yeah. think it was. I thought it, they brought it on Wii U, right? Yeah, I know. That. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, it was Wind Waker. So you can get Twilight Princess on the Switch. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD were both released for the Wii U, and right. as a package, mind you. Right. And only but then they only ported Twilight Princess on the on the Switch. And oh, they, that is nasty. And then they brought <laughs> out um, Skyward Sword. Lads, what are you doing? Where the fuck is Wind? I want Wind Waker. Why? Who wants why Wind Waker, guys? Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Why are they the two being packaged together? Because they understood that those are the best. <laughs> well, they were just um, 
<laughs> well, it was it was Wind Waker first, and then uh, a few years later they brought out Twilight Princess. But then then they brought a package where you can get the two of them together. Kind of like you That's can. Is, is, is Wind Waker the one before Twilight Princess? In chronological order of when the games were released, yes. not within the in, time in, on on the on the history. home consoles. Yes. Yeah, there was oh, wasn't there right. like that Nintendo DS versions in between or yes, something? because oh, the, like Link's Awakening and all. There were sequels to Wind Waker, um, Phantom Hourglass, and something else. Spirit Tracks. And uh, wasn't it something something Dark Side something something complete and something like that? Spirit Tracks. That was, that was see, see, but that but see, like the thing is, the reason I was somewhat confused by now I, I loved Ganon. Ganon was awesome. Give me more tasty zombie Ganon. Uh, in Tears Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, whatever it was called, uh, is just because like yeah, they've never really done apart from Phantom Hourglass and and what did you say Spear Tracks, Spirit what did you say? Spirit Tracks, Spirit Tracks. Never mind, actually, my entire point is ruined because, yeah, there's two sequels to Wind Waker. And Majora's Mask is a... Majora's Mask is a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Yeah. They have done sequels. And and actually, The Legend of Zelda 2, I think, is a sequel to The Legend of Zelda. What? What? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, Don't pull that bullshit because they're all fucking sequels (laughs) to the first leg. Well, actually, (laughs) Skyward Sword is not because that's a prequel. That's a prequel. To be fair, just because it's called two or whatever, like someone could think that, well, maybe it's following a similar pattern as, say, you know, Final Fantasy two. Yes, it's a sequel to Final Fantasy one, but also, no, it's not. You know, like that's story that's, wise, that's, it's that's not. how I usually view Legends of Zelda. Yeah, it's gotcha. like it has a lot of the same experiences, problems, but it is still a standalone experience. Same yeah, world, yeah, but gotcha. somehow they change the topography and geography of the world and the religion and the cities and the people and somehow it's still the same world but there will always be link there will always be zelda and there will always be ganon that's kind of yes. that's the, no. the i think there is there's a few where ganon's not yeah around. but for the most part for the most part. yeah for the most part yeah. well okay well nintendo direct <laughs> didn't really like blow us away but it seems to have blown a lot of other people away so let us I know just if, the format uh, yeah i'm not into it I I, I don't like guy, it with the guy with the clicking but that and state of play and stuff like that I, 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 it's just because I feel like I'm in Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? It's just, it's so, it lacks a personality. It lacks a, someone to, like, take you on this journey. Yeah. I think yeah. sometimes they nail it, and sometimes, most of the time, they do not. That's what I think. Yeah. Sometimes they just have a presentation where the stuff is so good that you forget that there was ever anyone or no one showing it to you. Hmm. But when the content isn't there and it's lacking personality, it really shows. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, because half of those games that they showed, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It's just a lot of fucking <laughs> slash noises and people talking, and it's like, and and then just really loud orchestra music <laughs> over the sure. dialogue, and you're like, ah, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck this is. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I wonder if Metroid Prime Remaster was the thing that excited a lot of them. Um, that and I'd say the Game Boy fans, stuff, right? you know, like the Game Boy stuff. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then anyone who is like just, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is their most anticipated game of the year. Anything that they see at all, I imagine, is like a slam dunk for them anyway. Yeah. And having that hard release date, I suppose, is exciting. But let us know yourselves, like, if you're big Nintendo fans, um, 
did this direct excite you and what in particular from it excited you? So again, YouTube, jump down in the comments or audio platforms, get in touch, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Brothers Take. Uh, but speaking of very large games, Adam, you mentioned that there's like too many games to get through and you don't know if you want to jump into more big games. One of the big games that released in the last week was Hogwarts Legacy. And we've all gotten our copy of it. Uh, we've all been playing a bit of it. So there'll be no kind of uh, spoilers and things here, but just kind of our general first impressions of Hogwarts Legacy. I don't know how much any of us have actually gotten around to, to playing, but I think all of us have at least started it and gotten into I've a little bit. It. Oh, three times. <laughs> like the, the new the new game plus is awesome. You got a car, you go going around your GTA, everyone. It's awesome. That's crazy. Cars weren't even like really invented yet in this. In yeah, but it's new game plus. <laughs> no one really, no one really thinks about new game plus. Yeah, sure. Um. So yeah, let's uh let's give our first impressions then of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, Eric, why don't you why don't you start us off? Everyone's too nice. In the game, yeah, in the game, yeah, yeah. everyone's just like way too like friendly, and it's just like I am actually off put by this friendliness. So it's like <laughs> nice when it's nice when the villains show up because like ah, oh, there we go. It's like there's there's something something bad going on because they're not. Everyone's like oh, well done, you're amazing. It's like why are you so nice? Where's the bully? I'm in school. Why is no one trying to pants me or something? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but I, I think I I, I I actually understand. What it needs mean. an element of rockstar in there, does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the reference of GTA. You get four but... stars, the orbs start chasing you. You get five <laughs> yeah. stars, just dementors on your ass. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, right, I really like. <laughs> I, I really like the the graphics and the exploring. Like it makes you feel like a student at Hogwarts. I think. Yeah, yeah, it makes uh, you feel like, like a I, wizard. Actually, <laughs> that's totally wizard, wizard guys. <laughs> I like the spells. I like. I, when I, you... I... Yeah. The way you map the spells is really cool. Mm. I I totally get what you're saying though about people being too nice. I I strain. I I had this thought. I was like, this is gonna sound weird. I don't know if anyone gets where I'm coming from. The game is like a JRPG, and I mean like yeah, the like atmosphere and vibe of a JRPG, except okay, so it's an ERPG. Everyone's like super English, <laughs> <laughs> but like overly friendly overly charming overly fantastical and you have mm. to just kind of separate like this is not like sort of naughty dog writing where like this is how people would behave or actually talk to each other so you just go cool i'm being teleported to a fantasy world and it's all like very whimsical and charming and you know mm -hmm. in the same way as you know if you want like so that's why you're compared to like a jrpg where it's like this is super fun to play I kind of hope nobody walks in. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, sometimes it's a bit cringy. Well, it? I was like, uh, at first I was like, Wh whatever, this is, a, it's Harry Potter. This is for children. So I'm, I'm okay with it. But <laughs> I, yeah, just, yeah, I yeah. just, before coming on, I was playing a little bit and, and one of the characters was called someone else a bastard. I had that as yeah. well. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> but then you go, wait, what? What age is this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's some, there is some stuff that some characters do, like cursing or, or what some of the villains do. You're kind of a bit like, okay, grown up. And then you go back to class and you're like, okay, everyone's a child. There's a bit of a, a bit of a tone clash going on here, but you know what? That's Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm finding the exploration. Love it. Fucking super fun. Really, really mm -hmm. fun. That's the thing I'm enjoying yeah. the most, I think. 
and also like the really clever ways that they are utilizing like the lore yes y- yes very clever uh especially as like gameplay stuff but like for example so this is non-spoiler stuff because this is like mechanics but flu powder being used as fast travel is like genius that's genius <laughs> or like petrificus totalis being a stealth takedown yeah that's genius <laughs> uh, like these little things that i would never you... think was like you guys have further than me then well, uh, I, I no, see as I'm, well. I'm I've seen, uh, I've seen someone else uh, oh, play. Okay, that and makes further sense. than I am. So I've seen some of that. Um, or also like, what was it? There's, a, there's a moment. I don't want to spoil anything. It's very mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's a moment where um, something is revealed, and it's fucking super clever the way in which it's revealed. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, like you know, Thestrals. Oh yes, yes, yes. that was that, that, was, that was incredible. Was a great moment. The opening, genius. the opening was amazing. The opening was fucking genius. <laughs> the opening's really so, good. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah. I literally, I saw that moment. And went, that is fucking awesome. They, they know they, yeah. The makers yeah. clearly know this world and and everything that's included. It's not just like because I was thinking like um. You know when you're playing a game and someone has a mission for you, right? And their their voice yeah. will appear in your ear, right? So, like, when you're playing Spider-Man, it's like a little earpiece. Hmm. Now, I don't really think that's inherently Spider-Man-ish to have an earpiece. I mean, no. maybe in, like, the comics or cartoons, eventually he got that. I, I see that more as a, a modern Marvel thing, like with Friday. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, but it's not generally Spider Man's not talking to someone in an earpiece. But they need it for the for the game, right? So he's getting like sure. the radio channels and shit like that. And so that's in a lot of games. Metal Gear Solid has got an earpiece and all that kind of stuff. So in this, like, you're occasionally walking around. And it's like you hear a voice of someone's wanting saying, "Go meet such and such a person," and they're using the mechanic of like. I don't know if there's an equivalent of a good howler, but it's pretty much a howler, right? It's your letter is being delivered to you, and it's yeah, speaking yeah. to you. Like, that is... It's just... It's, it's so clever the way they mm. in- implement. Yeah. There's a lot of really clever stuff here. That's not to say, though, as well, like, in, in my first impressions of this, like, I don't think this is, like, a, a masterpiece game, right? Like, I think there's, like, things where... Um, I personally don't think the graphics are incredible. I think they're fine. I don't know if I have some bad settings or something like that, but I'm like, I mean, I'm playing on PS5 and this looks like a PS4 game. Like, I don't think it looks like the next generation. Well, I think it games. is a PS4 game, isn't it? I think I yeah, think it's being so. held back a little bit by. The and yeah, yeah, and you have that thing of like sometimes there's loading screens at doors and that kind of holds you back a little. Oh, bit. that was really weird. Yeah, yeah. I can right? first, yeah. That, I that kind of stuff. I can see that being first, patched. I didn't know yeah, yeah, but like at first I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, "Oh, this door must be locked." And all of a sudden, it opened. And it was only as time went on, I went, "There's a fucking loading screen in mm-hmm. front of this door." What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that was that was very weird. But those nitpicks aside, I'm enjoying the overall experience, and it is that thing of like, like I love the gear system, even for example, where you can put gear on your character that gives you certain stats. But you can change how it looks by picking only, one of the other pieces. I only fucking discovered that there just before coming on. Oh really? Yeah, because I was, was like, br- I was collecting all this shit, and I was like, how do I, how do I equip this? Like, I uh, after collecting this thing, it's like, how do I actually equip it? So I, oh, I, yeah, I think yeah, that I could be a little clearer as to how 
I don't think right. that's overly clear. But um, yeah. once I've done that, yeah. I'm like, I'll oh, take fuck because my guy looked like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love that you can do that because then you're like, so my character can still look how I want them to look, but they, they can still progress with stats. Like, I think that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first game I ever saw doing that was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, really? That did that as well? Odyssey. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah. and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they both do that where, yeah, you can end up putting on some weird uh, unicorn outfit because it was a certain festival on Earth that celebrates unicorns, let's say, right? So they introduced that. And so you get that. And then you can go, well, I don't like, I don't want to look like a unicorn right now when I'm raiding this village because I'm a Viking or I'm a Spartan or something. So you can then change its appearance to look more the way you want it but keep the stats so i didn't notice that first in Assassin's creed and i was like that's awesome and then i saw this and i was like awesome there's a little bit More of that as well in um, in destiny 2 uh i can't Is remember it? it in the first one yeah where you can kind of repaint your your equipment oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and I, i'm bringing that up because um i'm i get a lot of destiny vibes off the game in terms right. of the interface, the way gear is equipped, mm-hmm. uh, even just mm-hmm. the way you're running around, it almost feels like when you're running around in the hub world in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and I think actually one of the, um, uh, I think I saw on Twitter, I, I can't remember if he's like the mission writer or something like that, as from coding side of things. I think he did work on Destiny. I think there's a couple of bunch, oh, bungee people. Okay. That came over onto onto this. Yeah, um, cool. I'm enjoying the combat as well. I have to say, uh, yeah, no, I, think, I think it's only going to get more interesting when you have more spells to cycle through, and then you can start, you know, shooting out some combos and stuff. Um, I find there's a little bit of level gating. I don't like that at times, but I suppose maybe there's many complicated. Like for example, there was like a quest you could go do as a main quest, right? And there was an optional side quest, at, or, or like it wasn't listed as a main quest, to go do certain class assignments or whatever. And went to do the main quest, and it was like, no, you need to do those side quests first. Right. So oh, I'm like, yeah. I don't like that. You shouldn't have to do side stuff. Then it that should have just been a main quest. Okay. Because I, fe- I got to do the main quest, and then I had to backtrack. You know what I mean? So, but that's like a little small thing again. Like, um, but I'm loving like. You know, I'm even seeing, like, I'm putting the pieces together in terms of how they're using the lore's gameplay mechanics. I'm, I'm seeing locks and locked doors. I'm like, great. So when I learn a Hello Amora, that's going to be my lock pick in this world. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's going to be fantastic. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Just those, like, the way, again, the way there's, they're using the lore as gameplay, I think is great. There's a couple of locked doors I've come across, and I'm looking at them going, I think I have solved this. Oh yeah. Oh, they, I, the yes. arithmetic, the arithmetic doors. I think they're called or something like that. Yes. Where I fucking solve the maths equation, and it won't let me in. And I'm right. like, no, there's a code. You, a you, can, you find, Does you find a code. Side mission. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of thinking. Where the hell do you so- find the codes? Honestly, the, the building like that. I have not. I'm not used to walking around Hogwarts at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get lost so easy. So I can't point that to you. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Well, again, these Fair are enough. just these are just first impressions for Hogwarts Legacy. We will be talking about this game more later on the line when we're much further into it, or maybe when we've all completed the main story, we might do like a spoiler cast of it. Because I actually I'm intrigued as well by the like one thing I always liked about the Harry Potter movies, especially the earlier ones, was like the mystery element that they kind of had right, yeah. throughout. So I'm I'm quite into like the little mystery that they're sewing in to this. All right. I don't think I've gotten like... into it enough to hook me yet on that side of things. But I can see right, myself yeah. sinking a lot of hours into it, just seeing like, oh, what's down there. Um, yeah, yeah. I am surprised at just how how much is in it. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much. Like, in there's so much detail in the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love. The and every room looks different. Hilarious. Like, it's not like they just copy. Like, like there's so many different paintings and walls and murals mm. and staircases and statues yeah. and it's not like you go into another part and it's like well right so they kind of copied pasted that wall there and yeah like it, so it's just i, I i'd be interested to see um what uh what the ps4 and the xbox one versions are going to look like when they yeah, release yeah. yeah you know how 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 dumbed down are they going to be um i i imagine it's not going to be as packed because there's a ton of people it's not an empty mm. castle it's there's so much people no, in there's it. a lot of people around yeah yeah uh yeah, I, I'm just really impressed that like just there's just so much to do in it, and it just it, it almost feels like God of War in that sense when you kind of walk down that area and you realize there's more, you know. Like I honestly, I actually just thought uh, it was only going to be Hogwarts and Hogsmeade. I I going into it, that's what I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize there was a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, it's huge. It's, it's a genuinely big massive, map. huge um, area. What I'm enjoying about it as well, uh, as a as a small segue, is it's you know it's kind of relaxing. Yeah. It's kind of, you know. It's not dead space. It, it's a it's a nice <laughs> it's nice break from dead space, <laughs> which I That's... have been playing as well. And I just want to like no spoilers here. Or, like no, I'm not going to get deep into dead space, um, because. We had talked about it before. Eric gave his his first impressions of it, and later on down the line, I think we should talk about Dead Space. Yeah. It is fucking incredible, absolutely incredible. Uh, EA Motive fucking killed it on this game. I actually think like Eric gave it a lot of praise, but I actually think Eric undersold how good this remake is. Hmm. If you're go, if this is now, I think the definitive way to play dead space it is better than the original but honoring the original it is better than any of the other dead space games that were made it is honestly terrifying so fucking scary i had to take breaks i am actually glad to play hogwarts legacy now as something that's like oh this is nice because like i know like, you're saying everyone's too polite and i'm like oh thank god everyone's so polite because like, this is like yeah, oh i need that break because the really issue because... is terrifying <laughs> It's really funny because when you dropped back Dead Space to me because you decided you were going to get your own copy and you didn't want to play oh, yeah, the I'm game definitely and you, got, you got Hogwarts Legacy and everything. When I got that, I was like, oh, thank God, a break from all those nice people. Let's go fucking kill something. <laughs> let's, let's go rip something apart now. Yeah, Would that be the like, be best game again. you've played this year then? Dead Space. So far? Dead Space, Dead Space? Yeah. I haven't finished it. So I got I got quite far. I got to like if you guys remember the original, I I I beat the Leviathan, um, which is like the end of like chapter six, and you have to chapter like f- 
isn't it? And you have to like shoot it out an airlock or something like that. All right. Um, my memory of the like first big, one's very sketchy, but big boss fight. But um, so it's, it's like a big giant thing on the wall. Yeah, it's big significant out. like boss fight. Yeah. Um, so mm. that's where I got to, and I was like, right, this is like, I think it's like the halfway point in the story. Um, and then and then because Hog- I knew Hogwarts Legacy was gonna be, out, and I knew I was gonna be playing that for a long time. I was like, I don't want to be holding on to because I borrowed the copy from Eric. I was like, I don't want to be holding on to his copy though because he might want to be jumping into New Game Plus and stuff. So I was like, so I am going to buy Dead Space. It is fucking great, but it is scary. And it, it's, it's 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 great having your man react to everything though, isn't it? Yeah, no, honestly, having Isaac actor, Clark yeah. talk, having him actually make suggestions so it's not just people going, Isaac, this thing's broken. I'll tell you what you should do. Like having people go, shit, Isaac, this thing's broken, and having him go, okay, I think I can fix it. And I go, no, Isaac, they'll kill you. And he's like, but if I don't fix it, we're all dead anyway. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. He's the engineer. He he he's making suggestions. He's deciding he's going to do this. He's not talking all the time, but when he does, it makes a lot of sense. And they've moved things around a little bit. As yeah, they've done a wonderful job. I think play Dead Space, guys. I've seen like lots of like nines out of tens and things like that. Deserved absolutely deserve this is like resident evil 2 remake quality it is great so yeah that's just a quick little <laughs> sorry <laughs> adam can't wait to not play that game yeah honestly <laughs> even if i never finish it uh <laughs> it was fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh and i i'm already thinking like you know as as i play games i'm kind of thinking like when we get to the end of the year and like the game awards and stuff like that, I'm already thinking, man, if this is not up for, uh, and God knows what other games come out and have, you know, great things or whatever. And I'm not saying it should win any category yet because it's far too early to say that. But if this is not up for sound design, mm, yeah, as a, mm. like, just as a contender, I'll be shocked. The sound design is incredible. And something that's really interesting. They, they've uh, made the, all the anti-gravity sequences in this remake are way better than the original. Um, like just the way they've, done it this studio are working on an iron man game next and as i'm playing it, i'm going i can see that i can see how you're going to make that iron man game in this yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting um so we're going to move on to now our thoughts on the last of us episode four uh this will probably be our shortest segment in terms of talking about the last of us but it was the shortest episode to date um just before we do Anyone who's like keeping an eye on certain games, keep an eye out this month on both IGN and Game Informer. Game Informer are doing some coverage on Resident Evil 4. So there's some great stuff coming out on that. So do check that footage out. And IGN are doing great coverage on uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So keep your eye out on that. So many fucking games this year. Uh, but now we're going to be giving, and this will have spoilers because it's been out a good week now. So uh, we're going to be giving our spoiler thoughts. And even now, episode um, five will have been out too, but we'll hold off on that till the following week. Our spoiler for the thoughts on episode four of The Last of Us. What did you guys think? I think. Forget everything I said about the last episode. because my worries with the last uh, obviously episode 3 was was fantastic but my worries of including it was that it took away from Joel and Ellie and I don't know whether or not we'd be able to establish a good relationship between those two characters well we were proven wrong Chris I know what you're thinking but we were proven wrong episode (laughs) 4 I don't know how they managed to do that in such a small episode but I believe that those characters have a connection and I can see that growing 
and uh, yeah, it, this yeah, is definitely I, the closest episode to the game. I felt. I, I I think this one was closer even than episode two. Um, in terms of dialogue, I mean they 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 included the they did the dude. scene. I'm happy. They did the scene. Yeah, the bad <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we were worried in the last episode they weren't going to do it, and they fucking did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I I thought it was a stellar episode. I really liked it, and it just it. I I I think. Keep going, guys. Keep keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eric's face looked like he wasn't in total agreement there. Uh, I could be wrong, but right. So Bella Ramsey, I think the more it's going on, the more it's like she's doing a great job. She's really bringing Ellie to life. Yeah, especially she's with that sequence, especially with the jokes and everything like that. Like I love. Yes, the connection with them is really savage, especially with jokes. Everyone loves a good dad joke brilliant or shit joke or whatever you want to call it so that's great even the bit when she talks about the the diarrhea being hereditary <laughs> yeah because it runs in they're genes. all laughing like it's brilliant and i laughed that yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, so there's still there's there is still some stuff that was just like unnecessary to include like it's still taking up time that there wasn't needed to take up time right. like when he goes to the bridge and the bridge is barricaded then he's like screw it and he drives back i'm like mm -hmm. okay that that's actually in the game but it goes straight away from barricaded to drive down a road to the ambush there was no getting there you know in the game there's no getting out of the car and checking all the other cars and then getting back in and then turn around and driving off like you know it would just went from boom ba boom and i just think that was they could have just kept that in in the show didn't have to change it if you know what i mean okay um i don't like so catherine think... i'm gonna i'm gonna put it there i do not like catherine and i kind of think that the guy playing tommy should be the guy in charge because that's name? tommy boy it is it is the guy that does tommy yeah. is it catherine or kathleen um don't know not sure i just know her as straight off gray's anatomy gray's anatomy is she in that I know her from two and a half men. No, she just, she just, no, 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 oh, no, right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> she seems like something that's straight from Grey's Anatomy. Oh. That's what I mean. Like, I'm not threatened by her. Sure. I'm at okay. no point am I going, I can't take your threat seriously because I kind of want to laugh at you, to be honest. And then Tommy comes around. And I'm like, I'm scared of him. <laughs> Why is he not in charge? <laughs> yeah. I what well, she reminded me of like straight out of the Last of Us Part Two, really. Yeah, uh, she seems like their character from that. I, I'm yeah, I'm intrigued uh, to see um why she's why they've included her. I don't think she's supposed to be scary. I I, I don't think that's I don't the think intent so. at all. I I I oh, well, do. I I think I think Eric has a point though in that she's not necessary because I don't see her sticking around after the next episode so it's Hard just another know, it? character that goes you know yeah. i really don't see her sticking around <laughs> i think like... it's cre it's it's creating this like unnecessary complication of like oh henry sold out her brother and so now she wants to hunt down henry oh look now she has a motivation i was just like but if you take that that city that qz that it's based off of mm-hmm 
they were just brutal survivors that turned cannibalistic, right? Mm-hmm. So they were David's crew. So why not just have David here? Yeah, I was always why confused. Not, so I always, why not? Are they David's crew have, in the game? Are they? I thought they were. I thought they were kind of. They followed them from. That's. I always thought that too. Not and from then, there then, though, though, right? Is it? As from I was the, watching this, is it from the university? University, I think, crew. is David's crew. But they do look the oh. same, right? Like they look like yeah, the yeah. same. <laughs> they all look the same. Right. Yeah. So in the game, it makes it seem like it's all the same group. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of confusing. I think in the show they're they're somewhat basing them off the wolves. Yeah, I think they're trying to maybe humanize yes. them a little they're bit. They're humanizing like, the enemies, them. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued to see where it goes, but yeah, maybe in in terms of like, they're not the main villain, I guess. And I suppose at this no. point, um, they're a bit like the others from Lost. And but even when you were introduced to Ben, you you're you were kind of like you still didn't know about them. There was kind of like a mystery to them, and perhaps the hunters is that what they're called? The hunters, they should be still mm-hmm. mysterious at this point, and you don't know their motives, and you're just afraid of them. Yeah, yeah. I I take I suppose I wouldn't have given these people a leader at all i wouldn't have even shown a leader i don't think it's necessary i think they're just they're just people that run into joel nelly and try to take their shit and mm-hmm. are driving around in the thing and i don't think we need to know who their leaders are yeah. what their like motivations are to be honest i love i love the bit with the with the chap who gets shot in the spine and he can't move that's yeah. a great sequence i really oh, like that Ellie's but i shot. think yeah, when Ellie shoots oh, a man right. in the spine and he's begging, he wants to go back to his mom and he's brilliant. like, oh, forget about this. And it's brilliant. And I was like... I... You didn't I... like that scene? No. I love that scene. No. Wow. That was a great scene. I, I thought no. that was enough of development for the group that you needed. I don't think you needed any more than that. Mm, yeah, because I agree there. Because getting more of it means that you kind of now know he's telling the truth. I think if you didn't know that, you're it could still be like the guy's just lying about his mom and the guy's just lying yeah yeah so i think yeah um yeah, yeah. i think i yeah, yeah the, but the, the reason i didn't like that was one i loved uh ellie's first shot in the game right the i shot the hell out of that guy huh and i was kind of hoping that would be that moment um, right, right, right. and the second is i think they're trying very hard in that moment to make joel be a not so nice person to justify what happens to him because they've been trying to do that in Last of Us Part yeah. 2, right? Even in interviews, if you listen to them, they, they keep saying, but he's not a nice guy, you know? Like, and it's like, yeah, it's a weird perspective. It is. I, I think it's a... I don't see Joel that way. I don't see Joel that way either. And I just now, think... Now, I do understand that Joel has done bad yeah. shit to survive. Yep. And, and, I, and sure no one would excuse arc. that shit. But yeah, the story of The Last of Us Part 1 is Joel refinding humanity after losing it. That is the storyline. Yeah. And he Jealous. does so true the protection selfish of a young a little girl. Bit, but... Selfish, but in a way that's like... You can understand wouldn't it. Wouldn't everyone be? Right? Wouldn't everyone be? That's yeah, selfish. a parent like, will do we'll anything. see that when we get to the end, right? A parent would um, wipe out all of humanity to protect their child if they had to. So I have two nitpicks about this episode, right? So I have I, I've only kind of agreed or disagreed with you so far. I haven't actually said anything. <laughs> I I yeah, not crazy about the Kathleen character. I don't think there's anything wrong with the character either, but just uh, to me seems like an unnecessary addition more than anything else. So uh maybe they'll do something with her in the next episode. They'll be like, Oh wow, incredible. Now I'm glad they included her. But I just I'm like, 
there's enough going on that we don't need more faces that just come and go and come and go. It seems every episode there's someone that gets introduced is going to die, you know, uh, in such a short series. And the other nitpick is too short. I wanted to keep going. Yeah, it's too short. I really wanted to meet Henry and Sam because other than that, this is my favorite episode. Bang. You weren't expecting that. Where is Fucking yeah. awesome. I think it was Are you my kidding favorite me? as well. I love this episode. The fucking, the whole conversation in the car was great. The relationship mm. built between Joel and Ellie. Them sleeping out in the woods, which is a new scene, but I found it was a pivotal scene where she was like, are we okay? And he's like, yeah, of course we're okay. But then he gets up and stays to watch all night. Mm. And we're starting to get the hints of the, I'm not worried about the infected. I'm worried about people type yeah. thing going on. Uh, so yeah, it's only like when it ended, I was like, no, don't end there. I wanted to get to Henry and Sam. Again, this is a thing of like, so now we're going to meet them in the next episode and then they'll probably be gone by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, can we not spend two episodes with people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my my prediction is that this episode is the end of summer. So, and then what we have is four more episodes. So then we have two episodes for August or autumn, one episode for winter, one episode for spring. That's my oh, prediction. I, I think, I actually think it's one episode for autumn, two for winter, one for spring. What are you saying, Adam? Hmm. Trying to think what the fuck happened in autumn. <laughs> well, you have to do the Tommy's Town thing, so maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, two for tough, autumn. Actually. Two for autumn, one and a half for winter, the last half is spring. Ooh, that's different. Like it ends, yeah, maybe. Like it, but that last episode will be like the way Stranger Things was kind of a thing. It's longer than any of the other episodes were, and that last half hour is actually like an epilogue. Gotcha. Yeah, maybe okay. Okay. you might be on the ball. All right. Yeah, because I yeah, can't maybe. see. Yeah, I can't see winter all being one episode. Uh, because I think there. Left Behind is an episode. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I think there's a whole episode basically without Joel. Yeah. And then there's an episode with David and all that. And, and mm. Joel doing the torture scene and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I think Left Behind will end with Ellie getting taken. And then the next episode will be Joel finally waking up and going back together. Mm. All that stuff. Yeah. You know? That's what I, I think. I really wish this show just had 12 episodes. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it needs yeah, more, doesn't it? Or even just, it needs more. Just a tenth, even just, just ah. Yeah, what a weird complaint that we're like, like our problem with the show is it's not enough. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just uh... no, because like they're dude, they are doing a really good job, and the the problems with it is really just what they for me personally, it's just what they decided to change. Yeah, because I love time is precious. It's time is precious, so why why are you putting in this stuff that sometimes is not really needed, or you're you know you spend too much long too long here, but uh, yeah, like I mean, it is a really good episode and very good attention to detail for all the designs and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, the bit that, I, that really made this episode faithful. work for me was the sleeping bags bit at the very end, like how they closed it. It, it was that the mm. running joke, the jeans running thing. Yeah, yeah. So then they start laughing. It just rem- yeah. that moment reminded me of the concept art, um, where it was Joel and Ellie sitting by a fire. I think they had like marshmallows on a on a stick or something like that, and they're both just laughing. It was oh, like right, one yeah. of the original kind of concept arts, just to capture the tone of the relationship. And I think they they captured it in that scene. 
and that's yeah. kind of the heart of the show i think i think they've, the heart, yeah, they've well, gotten to it at that point yeah yeah no it's yeah they have really like joel and i could see a relationship there and there between joel and ellie forming i think it'll only get stronger as they go on now uh again yeah it's just it's just that it was too short like i just wanted to spend time with henry and sam now and like get to the point where like i would have thought it'd be nice to get out of the city in this episode get into it and mm. out of it and yeah. then spend some time down in the sewers in the next episode yeah. with they're not doing the sewers they're not doing the sewers no i don't think they are they might they're, briefly they're gonna be a big i mean uh, well okay maybe use it and see the preview for episode five i did oh i didn't oh sure okay. at the end well, of it won't matter because like preview. by the time this is out everyone has seen episode that's true five, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's you know um, there's no point in even theorizing what will they do in episode five because it, now, what will they do in episode five? I liked him. Um, uh, I liked his little mask. The superhero thing was yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's it cool kind of, I think it, that's not really anything to do with those characters, is it? But it kind of reminds me of the ish. Is it ish? Yeah, it's ish. They the had sewers, little, yeah, yeah the, the school in the sewers. Didn't they have those type of little yeah. drawings and stuff like that? I think yeah. so. But then there was also the fact that like. Sam was like picking up the. I oh, now it wasn't a superhero, but he picked up like the toy, and then Henry was telling him to drop it. So it is kind of keeping in tone with the fact that he is just a child. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, yeah, yeah, I just can't wait to spend to have them spend time together. Yeah, this is I mean? the first episode where I'm yeah. like, I can't wait. For, well, actually, no, that's not true. After the second episode, I was like, I can't wait for the next one. Um, yeah. but this, I think this, the cliffhanger here is is very in line it's with like good. old school mm-hmm. kind of. The way you run this, TV yeah, shows. Yeah, this is the one where you go, no, no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, okay, I'll, I'll wait till next week. Then. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's the kind of feeling you have at the end. So yeah, you, great. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, do, I do wish there was more consistency with the episodes. I, I wish there was like kind of more of a, like a set length, like, okay, they're typically an hour maybe each. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm. like I thought the last one, as beautiful as it was, was too long and actually needed some trimming. And then this one was too short. You know, I needed more. Come on. Yeah, and uh, the other two, the first two, I guess, maybe lengthwise, they're probably more in line with this one. It's only the fact that they have a prologue sequence. Well, no, the first one was quite was long, but I actually think the first and the last episode are allowed to be, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I feel like the first and the last episode could get away with being like an hour 20 or an hour 15, whatever. The other ones in the middle should all maybe just be like the hour mark, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I understand that the first episode has to set the tone before it can actually just be a first episode. Yeah. It has to set certain things. And the last episode has to kind of, you know, finish it off. And I'd want them to take their time doing that and to do it right and to stick the landing on that ending, you know. So, uh, but yeah, uh, look, I'm excited for the rest of the show. Uh, that was Fucking great! I I was like grinning the whole way, you know, especially mm. with the the whole sequence of the car. The car's great, yeah. Why are these pages stuck together? Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was dude. <laughs> I was like, yes, I yes, yes, they did it. Yes, very good. Yeah, but uh, now we'd love to hear from you guys. So that's it. That was the shortest discussion around the last one, but it was the shortest episode. There's only so much you can talk about with it, really. Um, we'd love to hear about you from you guys. Whether you're on YouTube or whether it's just on audio platforms, get in touch to let us know. What did you think of The Last of Us episode four? And uh, maybe you liked the length of it or you would have liked it longer. Maybe you liked the changes. Maybe you're interested in new characters like Kathleen or would you prefer to have just left them out and get straight on to Henry and Sam? 
let us know your own thoughts and also let us know your thoughts on anything else that we brought up in this episode if you stuck around for the whole discussion uh any of the games that we discussed or the new lake park song all that stuff uh jump down in the comments on youtube if that's where you're checking this episode out and if you enjoyed this one give us a thumbs up hit subscribe ring that notification bell for all our future episodes including the rest of the last of Us series which we will be covering week by week and if you guys listen to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take again to give your take on everything that we brought up in this episode. Thank you very much for checking us out. We'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye, Bye-bye dude. dude.